What's going on, everybody? We are back for another episode. This is actually the first episode of 2024. So I thank you so much for those that have still been tuning in. Um, today, we have another guest. We have Dimitri Victor. And I hope I pronounced that right. I told you I was going to get super yeah. nervous, bro, whenever we started that episode. <laughs> but we have another great episode today, and I'm really excited to jump into it. I'm not going to go into a bunch of uh, what we're doing this this season, but it is season three, and I'm excited to be bringing on new guests and hopefully a more diverse walk of life, rather it be whatever you do for your profession. But today we have a creator, uh, an artist, and everything in between, bro. You always make dope stuff. So I want to jump into just who you are. You can introduce yourself um, and just let us know what the hell you do. That was a great intro. Also, you did say my name correctly. <laughs> thank you. So, yes, thank you. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name is Dimitri Victor. I'm a, a painter. Well, not even a painter because I do more than paint. I guess uh, a multimedia artist from Miami, Florida. Uh, I've been making work since I was like four. So I've been like drawing and making stuff since I was four. But I didn't start doing it like seriously. So to like 2020. Uh but yeah, I make everything from like toys, paintings. I'm working like I'm working with another uh, creator on some belts right now. Um, I'm making a graphic novel. Yeah, I just make cool stuff that I, I want to see. Um, I think that's a, I think that's a good intro. No, so one, I f- I feel like I've I, I knew something about the toys. Didn't didn't really know about the toys. So you're basically <laughs> you're basically like the Joe <laughs> Fresh Goods of of the of the younger guys because I mean you just make cool stuff whenever you want on your own time and just do cool collabs with friends that you want to like. So talk to me about this belt. I had no clue you were doing a belt. Maybe I I think I did know <laughs> that you were doing a belt, but talk to me about this belt. It was like one thing about it. It okay. was like a little like thing but it, i didn't like really announce it i'm working with a uh, joe uh Willick. they're they're like a uh i guess a what do you call that a sculptor but they do like um stuff with like silver and gold i, I don't i guess like a jeweler maybe that's what you would call it or a blacksmith we can call it that I, yeah um but yeah i'm working with them they had actually hit me up about working on something but i didn't have like an idea and i don't know if you recently if you had seen like the the belt that i made like it was like a, a painting that i made of a belt it's like a shiny. So yeah, like I wanted to make like a version of that because I like the concept of like, oh, I paint it and then like I make it into a real thing. I always have like this motto, if I can't afford it, I'm going to paint it till I can't afford it. So like I'll be putting like my characters in like Rolls Royce until I could get one. Or, like I'll put them in like, I'll put them in things that I'd wear myself or I'd like to see in myself. So I made the painting and, um, you know, it, it had been a good, like a really good month. So I was just like, hey, you know, might as well. So then Joe, yeah, they hit me up and they're like, yo, we should do something. And I'm like, you know what? I'd actually been thinking about making a belt. And so, so we were just working on it like quietly, like we're working on it still. And then I, I teased a little something on like Twitter, but I'm like, Oh, what would you guys say if I was like making a belt, you know? And everybody was like, Oh, I want one. I want one. I want one. And then Joe it hit me and they were like, bro, let's just make a bunch of them. And I'm like, okay like let's do it <laughs> so that's what we're doing right now um so the belt actually is a part of the graphic novel that i'm making so it, the, the symbol like the logo is going to be like a th- it's going to be throughout the entire uh book like it's like very influential in the book 
So I thought like it would be a dope way to kind of like make people feel a part of the whole experience and like and just have something cool, like you know, just like make something cool. I feel like it, it's dope to see art and like see paintings, but then like having different venues of like actually storytelling and making it into fashion is like I think a cool way to get to like different types of audience because not everybody, like you said, is like very into like going to galleries and museums. It's a very niche demographic, but then once you get into like fashion and like comics and like cartoons you know then it gets into like more people can actually understand it so that's like what i've been trying to do right now is like trying to expand it even like the graphic novel that i'm working on it, it's more so of like a way for me to pitch things so like i have this dope idea so then once i'm done with it i'm gonna try to pitch it to studios be like guys i have this like dope idea you know people are really messing with it let's like let's do a cartoon like let's make toys of you let's let's do merch let's do you know like so many things that you can do with it and i think that's a dope way and then like with the graphic novel i'm able to like go into more depth about certain topics like i talk a lot about like um class struggles like the different like um financial classes and stuff like that but then I, I'm, I'm i can go more in depth with it if i put it into a story or i always bring up fashion my my paintings but then i could go more in depth with it if i have like a whole story revolved around it and i change the seasons and they're wearing different you know what i mean so you could just do so much more than just having it being a static image stuck in like one frame so i mean so i ain't gonna lie i i, I don't know if this is just like me that does this pretty often anytime mm-hmm. i've been a big fan of seeing someone wears something in like a cartoon or a show, a painting even. And that's when I really like, for example, is not non-fictional is the, that's not real, right? Non-fiction is, re- is real. Is so real? fiction would be like fake. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. any, <laughs> God, people are going to be like, this guy's an idiot. So any <laughs> any fictional basketball player, I love fictional basketball player jerseys. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like stuff like that, like I don't know, I like seeing it come to life. So you doing a painting and like the belt from the painting being something that you can actually get is something that I'm like, yes, that's what I need more of. If you did a whole series of painting and each one of them there was like a piece from that painting that you could actually get, that would be sick. I'm just saying, but <laughs> it, it's really cool to like hear and like see the the creative side of what you do. And you mentioned a lot something about a graphic novel, graphic novel, graphic novel. So, is this something that is coming out in 2024? Is this something that you're just working oh, yeah. on? Talk to me about this gra- uh, graphic novel as well, because. You know, you went from toys to belts. Now my man's talking about graphic novels. He's a creator. <laughs> Let me know what you're doing with that, man. So, yeah. So I'm working with a, um, a publisher right now. It's coming out this year. Should be coming out this year. I'm actually almost done with the script for it. It's going to... Like, I say it's a graphic novel, but it's probably, like, like the, the smallest version of a graphic novel. Because, like, most graphic novels are, like, 100, 200 pages Bro, I'm doing a hundred max. Like I can't. <laughs> like I, I'm writing and like illustrating it. I can't. I can't do all that, bro. <laughs> so, um, but but yeah, I'm working with a small publisher. They're, they're called Lincoln Bio. Um, my homie Jermaine is uh 
the creator of it and he like hit me up and he he actually wanted to do like an art book in the in the beginning but i'm still like a younger artist and usually like with art books there's like a whole collection of like the artists is like work and stuff like that but i just i just didn't feel like i had a, i had made enough work to really fill up a book like you know when you get like an art book it's like thick, you know like you you're looking through the artist's life and it's like Bro, I'm 23. I don't even. I haven't even lived enough life to like even write any anything in there. So when he hit me up for it, I was like, bro, I can't. I can't do art book, but I do have this really dope idea because that was around the time where I had like come up with the idea of a graphic novel. And I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, I could do that. And he was down. And I was like, where you're down? And and uh, from there, I was just like working on it. Um, I, I think I can like tell the host. I could tell like the concept of the book if you want so so the whole book is going to be it's like a it's like a adventure right so it's this guy and he's an ex-hitman and and someone he feels like someone has stolen his uh his wife you know like they, they've been in love and they've been together so they're both like hitmen and his wife disappears so he like teams up with a crew to kind of like find his wife and like what's happened to his wife and everything like that and so throughout the whole um throughout the whole story, they like they live in this fictional city that I made up. So it's gonna be like a blend of like, of like, of all my inspirations of where I grew up. So, and where I've been. So I'm always going to like New York and I'm in Miami, like I'm from Haiti. So it's like a mix of all these like places, influences, people that I've seen, like people that I talked to, like, so, um, and it's gonna be all infused into like this one city and like have these, you know, different types of things in there. And um, I think part of the uh, one of the major reasons I wanted to make it was primarily just because, like, I think, like, when it comes to, like, media, um, especially, like, with uh, comic books and, like, all these things, when we see black characters, we think of, like, Black Panther, uh, Blade, like, Static Shock, but a lot of them are written by by white people, you know? And, like, they're cool characters, but I feel like you can only do so much. It doesn't, it's like, they're cool characters, but they're not really relatable in the sense of like oh i could see myself like this you know what i mean like when i see blade i can't imagine myself as like you know blade I, black panther like this dude is like a whole king and that was written by stan lee so it's like but i thought it'd be so dope because nowadays you don't really see like a, a very accurate depiction of like black people in our society is today right and i'm like i was thinking in my mind i'm like yo what if, what if there's a graphic novel when like there was like these cool kids just all their Rick Owens, you know, like how you see them in New York and they're just like in a group together. Or what if there was like a uh, one part or a group of kids in the, in the book where it's like a bunch of kids who are obsessed with anime, like, cause black people love anime, you know what I mean? But you don't see that. Like you're just not represented often. Or there's another group of like kids who are like really into fashion or another group of kids who are really into like hip hop. It's like, those are the things that are really relevant today. And you'll see it like on TikTok, Instagram, whatever but it's never been like actually written down or like shown. Like, you know, I try to do it in my paintings. So like when it's oftentimes, if you see my paintings, they look very, I guess somebody told me they look very hip. Like they look very like, uh, <laughs> like if they were, if they were just, yeah. Like if you were to see, you would think like, Oh, this is cool. Like this is like what a cool kids would like or something like that. So some old person told me that I was like, Oh, okay, that's cool. But, but you don't necessarily see that in media, right? Like if you see like black people portrayed in like film, cartoons, whatever, whatever, like there's not very any like accurate modern depiction. It's very like, this is a black person. That's it. <laughs> and they're just black. They just happen to be black. There's no, they don't talk black. 
they, they don't make any references to anything black. They don't dress like a, a a black person would in America. They're just they just black. That's it. So I, I just wanted to use that opportunity to kind of like make the things that I want to see. So I don't I don't I feel like there's a lack of it. So I'm gonna try to put it out in the world and try to like make it a bigger thing. And hopefully people uh people like it and I could do more things with it, extend it further. I, I really wanna. I really want to make this into a big thing. No, that's super dope. And I'm not going to lie to you. Whenever you said um, you started naming the artist, I was, no, you started naming the the characters. You was like Black Panther, uh, so-and-so. And I was like, huh, I got one he ain't going to name. And then you was like Static Shock. I was like, he named it. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn it, he's right. I was like, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I think of it. So I was like, Static Shock. Was that made by... Was that made? Was that not made by a black person? I don't think so. Hold on, let me let me check. Let me check. <laughs> definitely, definitely check on that. And do me a do me a favor. I'll scoot your mic mm-hmm. back like an inch, just a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's in my headphones. Oh, is it for? Is that? Yeah, what? I think it's in my headphones. Yeah, that's insane. Well, okay. it's, it's too loud. Yeah. No. Maybe you're yelling on your end. Oh, my bad, my bad. I, I didn't know if you could hear me, so I was like trying to sound louder. My, my bad. <laughs> you're so good. No, you're not like, you know, messing it up or nothing. I was just like, just in case, I was like, I think it's a little loud on his end. Let me tell him to mm-hmm. push the mic back a little bit. Now it makes sense, though, that your stuff is up. But did you did you get the results for us? Yeah, so it turns out it was made by a black man. Oh, I thought, shoot. I thought so. I thought it was. Come on, okay, man. He was, he was riding on the top of a trash can, brother. That is very true. That is very true. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> he was he was the go. He was really good. And he had dreads. It was actually one of, I will say this. So all mm-hmm. joking aside, Static Shock was like wild to me because he was like this kid. I can't. I really can't remember the full plot of Static Shock. It's been so long. But my whole <laughs> thing was him and Green Lantern were the first ever black superheroes that I saw that I can recall from a kid. And then they changed Green Lantern. He would go back to being <laughs> white, which he's still currently white. He's no longer black. But Static Shock, I don't even think. I don't even think kids know what that is nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that's yeah, been long them. gone. So. Yeah, they are revolutionary, revolutionary ones. But I did get your point in the beginning. Um, and just to see that you like really feel confident about all this and you should. And like, this is really what you want to do. And you want to make it bigger than something from the graphic novel to your belts to your toys. Uh, I'm very curious to know, like, what gave you this passion? Like, what made you want to do all this? Like, what makes you just want to just be such a creator overall and put your story out there whenever you could just, I guess, make this stuff for yourself. But instead of mm-hmm. making one belt, you're like, nah, let's make a, a lot and, and get them out there to other people. What, where does that drive come from? Where does the passion come from? Where does wanting to just be you come from? You know, Tupac once said this thing in an interview. He was like, I may not change the world, but I can inspire the kid that, you know, that does change the world. I mean, and, and he was saying it in a way where like, he doesn't necessarily mean in an artistic way. It could be like anything, you know, like uh, I've heard stories of like people 
would listen to like Tupac and that inspired him to become like a doctor. All right. And then yeah, like you just laugh at that? What the hell? No, 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 it was just it's so wild. Because whenever you said I just didn't expect doctor to come out of here. I don't know. I've, yeah. I've never thought like listening to like hit him up and been like, I'm going to be a doctor. Like, <laughs> I mean, he, he, he had a lot of like inspirational songs, you know, like he did. He's keep your head up, good. you know, stuff yeah. like that. He's very, and, um, and they played, I will say, just so I don't sound like a, a Tupac hater, they played Dear Mama at my grandmother's funeral on my, on my father's side. So my father was like a huge Tupac uh, fan. Um, I'm just not a huge Tupac fan, but go ahead, go ahead, Demetri, go, go ahead. You had to, you had to mention that. But, um, <laughs> I had to. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I stick, I stick with that quote because I feel like, you know, whenever, whenever I see things, before I'd be the type like where I see things and I'm like, man, that sucked, and I just do nothing about it, right? And it's like, oh, why is there no? I'd be like, oh, why is there no? Why isn't there more of this or that or this or that? It's like I just keep asking these questions, but I'm not doing anything about it. And I felt like I would ask other people about it and they're not doing anything about it. Like, we would go watch movies and like, there'd be like black people in it and it'd be like, why? That was so like such a stupid way to like portray black people. And it's like, well, why don't we do something about it? You know what I mean? And, and every time I would ask that question to myself, there would never be a good reason why I'm not. It would just be like, well, that's it. And so I don't know, after thinking about that for a while, I was like, man, why not? Like, I need to, I need to be the one to kind of like do it. Cause if I, if I'm over here just being like, Oh, well, I don't see this. And there's nothing of that. And I'm not doing anything to change it. Nothing is ever going to change. If I'm just sitting here, like, you know, just like wondering why that's not there. So I think like a big inspiration is just kind of like putting out things that I really want to see. But, and I, and I know other people want to see it. Cause we, I, I talk to a lot of people and they bring it up. Oh, how there's no, no, no this and that. So yeah, I think that's like a huge inspiration of like, why I want to keep going and putting these things because I know people want to see it. And that's how I know I'm, I'm very confident that like when I put this out, that people are going to buy and people are going to support because they want to see things like that, you know? Like I can't... Oh, sorry, what? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. My fault. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like remember when I was like listing off like uh, different like subcultures, like, you know, black subcultures, like with like there's anime and then there's like the punk people and the emo people where it's like, you see a lot of that with like white art. Like you'll see depictions of like emo kids and like goth kids and like TV shows and stuff like that. But it's like, when you think about it from a black perspective, there's none of that. If you watch a black movie, you don't see that. If you watch uh, black films, you don't see that. Black comic books, you don't see that. You, like there's no piece of media that really shows this stuff. Even like with paintings, they don't exist. And then, when you start to ask yourself why there's not a reason why it's just that we're not like, I, you just don't see it. Maybe they're, they do exist, but they're not popular or they're not, you don't have the fan base. And I guess I've, I've been in a blessed situation where like I, I'm around a lot of artists and creatives that think like me and they want to see that. And I feel like, um, you know, once, whenever I end up putting it out that they'll be able to relate and like, you know, um, grasp the, the, the concept. I think one thing that is very unique and special about you um, is is your awareness. And I think that's why how earlier in the discussion you said uh, like people would give you the co- uh, the compliment that your stuff looks how we would say hip or like up to date or even like the younger generation now would be like, oh, like I vibe with that. You know what I'm saying? So. And I think that's due to your awareness. You get what's going on around you. Regardless of your age, you know, it's not like you're 
13. You're not 13 and you're not 38. So it's like you, you get it. Everything that's going around in the current time, you're talking to people like you just said, and you know what they want. So knowing what people want on top of the awareness, I think that makes for a great creator because like I said, obviously you're giving people what they want and it's not really no room for bullshit. There's a lot of people that are just kind of making stuff just to make it. Whenever it don't sell, they're questioning why it don't was well, because nobody wants it. Yeah, whatever. Respectfully, I like what you're doing and uh, I'm, I'm glad you could fill this in, whether it be, like we said earlier, the graphic novel, the toys, the book. You did mention that you create art as well. What goes into that is, you know, I want to talk a little bit about that. I know, you know, I kind of found you through Web3 and stuff, but overall, I want to know what your art is like, rather it be NFTs, traditional art, regardless. Talk Mm -hmm. to me a little bit about that. Okay, so like my paintings and everything? Yeah. Okay, so I feel like in the beginning... I feel like when I was really like first, first starting, I, I had no sense of direction. Like I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And I feel like I was talking to a lot of people who would be like, oh, you know, I do this, this and that. And I'd see it work for them. And I try to like copy it. And it just never worked for me. Never. And uh, I remember for a, a while, I thought like what I had to say didn't matter. And it's crazy because I had to like hit rock bottom in a way, like creatively to really just be like, I don't care. And so I just started making things that I relate to. And I realized other people related to it. So I feel like my paintings are really just kind of like a reflection of just like what I'm thinking, you know, what I'm going through, the places that I've seen, my like uh what my beliefs and everything like that. Um I try to I try to make try to make work that speaks to people. Cause like remember how I was saying like uh there's a whole group of people that want to see certain things, but they're just like that. They're nobody's catering to them. And uh, once I, I realized, like, you know, that I was kind of like, man, like, why not? Like, why not just make these types of things? Like, so I like to, I like to try to include things that I would like uh, or things that I'm really into. Like, I'm really into jewelry, but I can't afford all that. Like, or I can't spend like $100,000 in a chain. <laughs> but but it's like I, I like it so i'm gonna add it in there i, I like i like tim's i'm gonna add them in there I'm, i like these clothes but i can't afford it i'm gonna add it in there you know i, I like this environment i like the, you know everything that i like I'm, I'm adding it in there i like just i think that's the best way to make art it's authentic I, i'm like making authentic things i don't like having to cater to certain people um, and I'm, I'm really blessed to say that like, I'm in a position where I can literally just be myself and make things that I want to see and people just happen to relate to it. I feel like that's like the best way to be in. Cause I talk to a lot of artists who say like, uh, you know, they're making work, but after a while they kind of end up hating it because, you know, they get famous or popular for one thing and they have to keep making that thing. But whereas like me, I feel like I'm in a position where everything I've ever made or everything that I ever put out is really authentic. Like I, anything that I, I talk about in my paintings, I, I have a strong belief in. So it never feels like I'm being forced to do this because I would have I would have made it even if I wasn't posting it, you know? So yeah, that's what my, my paintings are about is authenticity, telling stories, telling stories of like people that I encounter, telling my story or, you know, just I just want people's voices to be heard. So 
So now that you you've done all this for so long, I mean, you've damn near done. But you've been a creator for damn near a decade, I'd say, whether it be you were selling work to people or it was just to create, to create. Uh, now where you are, what are you what are you wanting from, from all of this? Or where are you wanting to go? Or what are you doing in 2024 or going forward? Um, now that you're, I mean, you're a creator of all sorts. So what is the path that you're wanting? You did say that you were blessed enough to just be yourself and, and create, but... What is the vision now? It's going to sound a little arrogant, so bear with me. <laughs> but, bro, I I have, I have feel like this year before, I feel like I was in this weird position where I was trying to prove something, um, like, mostly to myself, like, that I could keep doing this. Because um, I didn't really start painting. No, not even really. I didn't start painting until 2020. And then I, I I quit my job to become like a full time artist in twenty twenty one. So now it's been like three years, three years of me like doing that, and I feel like I finally got the rhythm. Like I feel like I'm finally like okay, where like I don't have to like be stressing. Like oh man, like is this next painting? Are people gonna like this next painting? It's like now I know, and I feel like now for twenty twenty four, I feel like what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to take over, bro. Like I'm I'm trying to like I'm trying to. I have a point to prove. Like I want to prove that as a black artist, you can make things that are considered, I guess, like, like ghetto or hood or whatever. Like you could just be authentically yourself and you could just do it. Like you don't need a gallery. You don't need anybody. You can, you can sell your work online by yourself through your own website. sell your own prints. Like you can do everything by yourself and not need anybody. I feel like, so for all these past years, a huge point of like anxiety for me was talking to people and everybody was like oh i need to have a gallery show here i need somebody to represent me or a team to do this i need this i need that and it's like you don't i don't have a team i i I don't have a gallery anytime i have a show it's like either because like i applied for it i got it or somebody i know gave me the opportunity to be in a show you know what i mean um a solo show, I didn't do it with a gallery. I did it by myself. I prepped up the stuff by myself. You know what I mean? Like, I did a whole pop-up by myself. I made my clothes by myself. Like, every... And I, I kept 100% of the profits. And it's like, now that I've been doing this for years, I feel like this year is where, like, I want to take it to the next level and kind of just be like, you know what? Like, before I was, like, trying to just figure out how I could keep doing this. But now that i figured it out, I'm going to, like prove to everyone that like like i'm gonna scare them you know basically like <laughs> it's like like almost like shaking the table like like waking people up like yo you don't need these people if you don't like the position you're in or like high super treating you leave you don't you don't need them um and so that's that's what i want to do for 2024 that's why i was like so big on the graphic novel because now it's just like another it'll be another source of income for me you know like and there's that and then if i make the belts another source of income if i get a cartoon another source of income you know it's like so many things and like once all those things come in it's like you'll never need to rely on anybody like i'll never need to rely on like having a manager or having a gallery or having anybody do anything for me so if i'm ever in a situation where somebody reaches out i don't have to be like damn like i'm so desperate i'm gonna take this opportunity no matter what (laughs) you know no, I, I could just say like, no, nah, I'm straight. I get that. I get that 100. And that's why. And for those listening in, 
please understand, I feel like we're talking more or less for like artists and creators. Now, if you want to be like a doctor or something, you're going to have to go to college. Okay. Like there's some things you have to go get up and do. You can't just sit in the basement all day and be like, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm not coming to your crib for like a heart transplant whenever I'm dying or something. Sorry. It's just not going down, but I understand what you're saying. And I just think it's, it's dope that you're able to, to honestly just think of these ideas and then get up and go do them. I know it sounds very cliche or maybe just like super simple to describe it as that, but a lot of people, they, I don't want to say any names. I've seen a lot of people have tons of ideas. Some even be great ideas, but it's like, they just don't get up and do them. And, you know, we've talked off air. Um, You have some really exciting things coming up in 2024. So I'm sure you are pumped about, you know, what's to come. And I think it will shock a lot of people just what you've been able to do. But I, I do say that, you know, you've been going super hard, whether if people see that or not, you're always fucking doing something rather like you said it's it's the art or making a toy mm-hmm. you're making some clothing or making jewelry or making it's bro is literally always doing so it's like he's a a young pharrell or something bro got his <laughs> hand and like because pharrell is always doing something if bro wasn't at louis vuitton he was at somewhere with nego if he wasn't with nego mm-hmm. he was doing you know nerd so but it is super cool And I did tell you that we're going to start making these podcasts around 30 to 45 minutes. So although we're more towards the 30 minute mark, I feel like we've talked about a couple of things and what you're wanting to do in 2024, but I don't want to leave like anything off the table. Is there anything that you really want to mention that we didn't talk about? Or is there anything that, you know, just you, you want to tell people? I feel like uh, one thing I want to mention is like, I think I'm going to like my paintings this year, I think are going to take a, a completely di- different direction. Um, I know like last year I was, that was, I was like kind of afraid to do like a lot of big paintings. Like I would do paint big paintings. Like you've seen like the sizes of my paintings and everything, but like, um, and like I can do them on a consistent basis, but it was just always this fear. Like even like with doing all my other old uh, big paintings, I was look at them for like, a good month or two and i'm just like scared like i just wouldn't touch it i'd like do half in like a week and then just never touch it again because i'm just like damn i cannot do this any of that so i think like this year i'm going to try to do more big paintings and like try to like push myself because although like i think like my paintings are good it's always about getting better and finding new ways to like implement things in the paintings themselves like I go to museums and I see things and I'm like, yo, like, how do they do this? Like, I want to, I want to, I want to be at that level. So I think like, um, you know, I'm going to be changing my paintings a lot this year. I'm going to be adding like more people, like a lot of different things, like trying to paint animals, landscapes, like just making it a whole big like world, you know? So I think that's like the only thing that I would say that I really want to uh, emphasize. That's like my, because at the end of the day, like a painting is painting is like my main focus anyway. So I gotta mention that I don't want people thinking like I'm strictly an illustrator and nothing like that. Like I'm primarily a painter, y'all. The, the other stuff I just do because 
you know, painting is is so cool to me. I wanted to expand the painting side and stuff. Hundred percent, and and not only that, I mean, you've been a super great guest on here. We've literally done this episode. I don't know how many weeks or months ago and just things happened. So I'm very, very thankful that we could both get some time aside to do this episode. So thank you so much um, for those listening in. I've been trying to change up the, the format of the podcast going forward. <clears throat> I'm wanting to do shorter formats, more like digestible episodes and hopefully eventually do some, some, <laughs> audio and video upload that somewhere i was actually talking to dimitri before this and uh podcasting is at the point now to where so many people uh especially celebrities just have tons of money to put into it so they are starting off with a out of this world studio and it's just making it hard for podcasters but i have fun with this stuff and i really do enjoy everyone that's been listening in uh this has been another super fun episode with dimitri dimitri i hope it was fun for you, man, uh, you know, hopefully, yeah, yeah. hopefully you can come back in the future after, you know, you release some things, come back. We'll talk about your your projects, your products, everything like that. And uh, we wish you nothing but the absolute best in 2024. I just want to say, go ahead. Um, like your podcast is is great. It's very inspirational. The fact that like you're doing this and documenting like artists and well, not only artists anymore, because I know like you're, you're going to be doing other types of people and like the fact that like you said before like there's people who have all these studios and all this money invested <laughs> into it and you're like you're really starting from like the ground up and it's it's very inspirational you know what i mean like it's it's dope i love i love seeing that and i know like in a couple of years maybe less you never know a lot could change in a year someone say but maybe less to like this is gonna go even like further. I can't wait to see it because I can see the passion that you that you have for this. You know, it's amazing. I appreciate that, nah, man. I really do appreciate it because anyone that's listening in, I don't care if it's one person, a hundred people, uh, they'll definitely see where it's came from twenty twenty one till uh, who knows how long. And you're right, a lot of things can change within a year, so I never know what could happen. But I do genuinely love it, and that's why I've continued to go, even seeing so many people join the podcasting world because it doesn't do nothing for me for all these people to make millions and, and all this money, but it does do a positive thing for podcasting in general. So many more people are listening to more podcasts. They are enjoying them. And it seems like that's becoming the new way for the new generation. So maybe down the road, people will eventually find mine. And, uh, you know, who knows? I'll, I'll be able to continue to keep making this. But it's been super fun. Dimitri, I appreciate the kind words, and I appreciate such a dope episode. I can't wait to have you back in the future and see everything that you make in 2024. And for those listening, don't forget to check out the website, uh, sitdownwithsniper.com. Got merch over there. Big shout out to Non-Refungible Network and Transient Labs as well, both of the teams. We will see y'all I don't want to say next week. We'll see you sometime this month with another guest talking about something that they do. So I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. And we will see y'all next time. Peace out, man. Peace.